This episode has a warning for topics of suicide and gun violence, so if that is a trigger for you, I'd recommend skipping this one. I am a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits, amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. Welcome to my spirit diaries. I'm really excited to continue sharing stories of my crazy, spirit-filled childhood with you all. Last time we left off when I was about 8 to 9 years old, and that's where we're going to pick up today. And really quick before we jump into the episode, I just want to thank you so much for all of your support. If you hear any evidence that I missed in these episodes or have any questions at all, reach out to me on Twitter at spirit underscore diaries, or if you're watching on YouTube, just leave a comment below. I also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash spirit diaries, where you can get different levels of perks. I have early podcast releases, extended cuts of investigations, and other goodies, so if you are interested, go check that out, and otherwise, if you've been enjoying the podcast, please don't forget to show your support by sharing it with your friends, rating it five stars, subscribe, thumbs up, follow, or whatever it is that you can do on the platform you're hearing me on. I appreciate all that you do in making this podcast possible. I was still pretty afraid uh, of the computer speakers, uh, which we talked about last time. They had voices coming through them, and I had turned them off because it scared me so bad. I still played my computer, and I was still playing The Sims, and I had a lot of fun with that until there was this one day that... I was playing The Sims like I always did. I, I was allowed to play for like an hour after school or something. I don't remember the rule, but it was a very coveted time that I was allowed to play. And oh boy, I was playing and all of a sudden my screen flickered, uh, the entire monitor. And now this was a very old monitor. It was one of those big square ones that don't exist anymore. So it was very strange that it flickered like that because it was so old that powering on and off the monitor took several minutes. But it flickered. And when it came back, all of my Sims, I kid you not, had demon faces that looked like the devil. They were red, they had the horns, they had the mustaches, and they were all on my sims upside down. I was horrified, and then my screen flickered again, and everything was back to normal. Nothing had changed. I was convinced that my brother was messing with me, but it scared me. And I told my parents about it, and they did not believe me. And again, I was playing the game. I had finally got the courage to, and again, it flickered. All of their heads were demon faces and devil faces, it was, and they were upside down. Oh, God. And I was so scared. And I, I caught it again to where I finally got uh, my dad to see it. And he told me, it was, you know, it's just a glitch. It's just a bug in the game. Ignore it. And 
move on. So I did move on by never playing the game again. I have tried to find any sort of glitches that caused upside down their heads to flip upside down and turn into devil faces, and I couldn't find anything. <laughs> so unless this is a glitch that we know about today uh, happening on the original Sims, then uh, perhaps it was a glitch. I'm not ruling that out. There, it could very well be a bug, but. I, I don't know of one, so I'm ruling it unexplained right now. We won't say it's paranormal, but it was very, very scary. So after recording this episode, I was determined to prove that this was a bug in the game. And I researched it before and I found nothing, but this time I spent forever trying to find proof. And I did. So... There was a glitch in the game that sometimes turned the heads upside down and it was this like woman who was smiling and she does look demonic. And that was pretty similar to what I experienced, but I remembered the red face. It looked like the devil, the red face, the black scraggly hair, everything. So I kept diving deeper into these uh, forums that were talking about this and I found on reddit a post of someone who also experienced the red-faced devil and there was only two people on that whole thread of all of the internet that I could find who do remember this but because they also remember there being a red-faced devil and it also scared them horribly. And they said sometimes it was accompanied with music. There was the screen flash. So I don't know if there was music with mine. Because at this point I wasn't using my computer speakers. Because I was so afraid of the voices coming through. But I did find other people having this memory so there's at least myself and two others who did experience this with The Sims. So it is not paranormal. It is, however, incredibly scary. And I'm about to tell you why this glitch in particular scared me so much. And why it was very scary is because ever since I can remember, I've had this nightmare of this devil-like creature with that red face and everything, just the classic image that would come into my room at night. And this is a dream I had recurring. And before I was allowed to wake up from my sleep, I would have to look him in the face three times. And Every time I opened my eyes, he would be closer and closer. And the last time he was always in my face breathing and like would scream at me and just this demonic growl in my face. And then I was able to wake up in real life from my sleep. So as a child, nightly, every single night, I was not, I was literally in sleep paralysis until I did this three times. Oh, something just popped in and scared me in my house. Uh, three times uh, thing to where I looked at him. And I never told anybody about the nightmare because it scared me. And I almost had this feeling that if I told someone, like it would get worse. And at this point, my parents were telling me, oh, you know, the computer speakers, it's a walkie talkie, your Barbie didn't come to life and move. You know, you're not, not you're not seeing these things. It's not happening. So I, I was very scared. 
you guys may hear my cat purring. My, when I talk about spiritual things, my cats surround me and give me comfort. <laughs> so if you hear a kitty, that's what it is. Wait, 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 wait. I'm channeling a message from beyond. It's from today's sponsors who make creating this podcast possible. Hey, it's Birdie. Did you know that we have an Etsy shop filled with handmade items and incredible vintage pieces perfect for witchy and spooky decor? Go over to spiritdiaries.etsy.com. That's S-P-I-R-I-T-D-I-A-R-I-E-S dot E-T-S-Y dot C-O-M. And indulge in self-care with my handmade bath salts, bath bombs, body oils, room sprays, and 100% beeswax candles. Treat yourself and help us go on more spooky adventures and keep this podcast going. Hey, it's Birdie. Did you all know that Robert and I went on a spooky adventure? We visited six notoriously haunted locations over the course of six days, and we recorded it all. We've even won a film award for it. Yeah, that's right. We freaking won. And this is all available to watch for free over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash spirit diaries. Yep. Go watch it right now, subscribe, leave thumbs up, and tell all your friends about our free season streaming on YouTube right now at youtube.com slash spirit diaries. I can't believe we did it. This scared me with my game and I felt like I wasn't allowed to enjoy my computer anymore. So I really didn't go on it anymore because I was so afraid of what would happen. If I wasn't hearing things through the speakers, then I was hearing, I was seeing things in my games. And if I wasn't seeing things in my games, my toys were moving and it got very, very scary. Recently, not recently, for me in that time, shortly after that event, my brother had a book fly across his room from his bookshelf. Hey, it's Future Birdie here. I didn't say this in the podcast, but fun fact, that book was actually a Harry Potter book. And I just think that little detail and putting that in there is just so much better that it was, of all books, a book about magic that flew across the room. <laughs> I love it. And my brother does not believe, or he, at that point, he did not believe at all in any of the things I was experiencing or the spooky things. And he was very scared. And him and his friend were in his room when it happened. And his friend was freaked out of our house and actually wouldn't come over to our house anymore because of how badly that event scared him. So... I do want to say that like I was not the only one experiencing paranormal things. I definitely experienced the brunt of them, but in saying that other people in my house were experiencing paranormal things, it was definitely the house that did hold spirits or spirits were passing through the house, which as scary as it was, it did make me feel a little bit comforted that somebody else was experiencing something else strange. Because again, at this point, the only thing I knew about spirits was that they were ghosts. I don't know, like Casper, that I didn't have any references because I wasn't allowed to watch things. So I assumed it was perhaps, you know, just like a just like a ghost. And I didn't really know what that meant. I mean, Casper was friendly, but what I was dreaming about wasn't friendly. And then I, again, I was about nine to 10 now. I was in my, my last years at elementary school. And I, 
I was in my bathroom and the bathroom in this house to this day, my parents still live in the same house. It's very, it's a bad feeling in there. I, I hate it to this day. I, I cannot go to the bathroom in there alone. And uh, it's very scary. And I'm very grateful that I haven't been there in several years because I really don't like that house. But I was in the bathroom and I was brushing my hair and there's a very large mirror in there. So it almost takes up the whole wall. So it was a very big vanity with a very big mirror. I had always had the creeps in the bathroom, so much so that I didn't ever close the shower curtain when I took a shower because I felt like something would be on the other side. This fear was so prominent that in my house to this day, the shower curtains on our showers are the clear plastic. They're just the shower liners. I don't even like the misted ones. Like They're perfectly clear so I can see the entire bathroom at all times because this bathroom just gave me such bad feelings that I can't be behind a curtain. I wasn't afraid on this day. I was getting ready to go over a friend's house or something. It wasn't a school day and I was brushing my hair. I was looking in the mirror and I froze suddenly because before, like in an instant, before I could even blink my eyes, there was a man standing next to me and I seen him through the mirror. And instantly I snapped my head and looked next to me. I very vividly remember he was standing on my left and he was gone when I looked next to me and I looked back in the mirror and he was there and I looked next to me again. He was not there. I looked back into the mirror and he was gone. I panicked because at this point, you know, the rumors of like, oh, Bloody Mary and all that sort of mirror garbage started going around school. And I was very, very, very terrified of mirrors. I didn't like anything that had to do with scary stuff. I didn't like anything that had to do with spirits. I didn't want to know because of how much paranormal experience I was experiencing on my own. So when people talked about like, you know, scary stories and stuff, I was like, shut up. Don't tell me about it at all. And I wouldn't. <laughs> so this man, I did get a good look at him. He was very clear. Again, I would have thought there was somebody standing next to me physically had he not been invisible when I turned my head and could not see him. But he was older. He was white. He was wearing a brown suit that was woven. And he had a short little hat on. <laughs> And he had white hair and no facial hair. And he did not look mean or scary. He was just staring. And it freaked me out horribly. And at this point, I was not comfortable telling my parents about anything I was experiencing. Because every time I did, it was sort of dismissed. So I went to them anyways with this one. Because it had scared me so badly. Like, it was without a doubt real. It had to be. I seen him too clearly. And I told my parents... And they very distinctly told me, our house is not haunted. There is nothing here. Ghosts are not real. And you did not see that. So I didn't know what to do. I, I just went on about my life. And I was still terrified of the bathroom. And I would just literally, I would run in there. I'd pee, <laughs> I'd flush the toilet as I ran out and I'd wash my hands in the kitchen because I couldn't stand to be in there and I couldn't stand to even be in the mirror. And I, I just 
hated it. I I remember when I brushed my teeth, I would sit in the corner of the bathroom because I didn't want to be in front of the mirror and brushing my teeth. It, it, I was I just felt so uncomfortable. Around this time, my brother had like a scooter and I got a scooter and we were riding our scooters around the neighborhood and there was an abandoned house just literally across the street and one house over. And so my brother was like, oh man, we're going to have a scooter club in this person's driveway and nobody lived there. I don't remember anyone ever living there. It was just sort of always like, oh, the abandoned house. And it wasn't very, it wasn't abandoned to where like the windows were knocked out or anything. It was just a nice house. Plants had overgrown it. Nobody cut the front yard. And what was great is we lived in a tropical area. So there was palm trees in the front yard. And if you guys grew up with palm trees, when the palm fronds start to fall, you can like use them like Tarzan ropes and like swing around the tree. (laughs) And it was really fun because they didn't trim the trees. So you could like swing from the palm tree. And I loved going over there and sneaking over there and playing in that yard because it was really neat. Anyways, one day, my brother and his friends all decided to go into the backyard. And I was not okay with that because you had to go through a fence or over a fence. And I was a very goody two shoes. I was afraid to break the rules and I did not want to go with them behind the house. And like I said, our house was literally across the street and one house over. So They were like, we're going in the backyard. And I'm like, all right, see ya. And I went back home and I went to my bedroom and my bedroom window actually faced this house. So I went in my bedroom and I pressed my little face to the window and I was watching them and I seen them all go in the backyard and I was like, what's back there? You know, and I was really curious, but I I didn't, I didn't want to go back there. I, I felt like we were trespassing. I felt like we shouldn't go back there. And these looking back were probably very medium feelings of intuition. Uh, it was intuition. I just felt like that area was protected. We were not supposed to go there. Somebody lived there and we were trespassing. They all ran out and would not tell me what happened but they said the house is haunted and they're never, ever, ever going back. (laughs) I freaked out and I was like, what are you guys talking about? Like, why? Why do you say it's haunted? Why do you say it's haunted? You know how, you know, little sisters are. I'm like, why? 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 (laughs) And as adults, my brother told me they seen an old man's face press up against the back window and he was like scowling at them and they felt like he was like about to yell at them to get out. And they all ran out and they never went back and no more scooter club. Dang it. (laughs) So I wish they had told me that in the moment, because as you remember, I had just seen an old man in our house, but they didn't. And what's interesting here, and I actually just noticed this in telling the story, is that I said that I went inside and pressed my face to the window and I was looking out this window trying to see what they were doing. And this is very typical of a medium type of influence because I had just said that they seen the old man with his face pressed up against the window staring at them. I never put that together until this very second, 
But when a spirit influences you, you may take on the sort of personality of that spirit. And in this moment, me feeling the need to go inside and feeling the apprehension about going in the backyard and not just going inside and getting distracted and playing games, but going to the window and pressing my own face against the window, identical to how they seen the old man's spirit is so significant. And while it may be a mere coincidence, that is very how that's very true to how spirits communicate and influence you to spread a message. So that feeling of watching from the inside out and maybe how he felt for a majority of his life. Who knows? I cannot believe I only made that connection now. Really interesting. So let's continue on. Time went on and actually my teacher bought that house and he came over because they were fixing it up and they were doing a lot of renovations on the house, moving a lot. And I remember him coming over on the weekend and I was like, ew, there's a teacher at my house. My dad answered the door and I was like sort of like sneaking and seeing like, oh, what are you guys talking about? Do teachers have lives outside of school? And I was a little bit curious of what was happening. And he asked my dad, he's like, you know, this is a weird thing to ask and I can't believe I'm about to say this, but we're pretty sure the house is haunted. And I was intrigued because I was like, oh my God, my, you know, my brother said the house was haunted. What's going on over there? So I was listening and my dad gave me a look. I will never forget. He gave me like a don't say anything look. And my dad's like, oh, yeah, you know, what's going on over there? Oh, man. He said to my dad, well, we just learned we got the property records and we learned that a guy committed suicide in the house. He didn't have family. He didn't have friends. He was elderly and he dressed up in his nicest suit that he had and he sat in his bedroom and he shot himself and nobody found him for I guess months because you know nobody realized he was even gone and I think what happened was that he wasn't paying his bills so they sent you know the cops to go check up on him and that's when they found him which is so sad to think about I cannot imagine you know feeling that way and not I mean not even being found I think that's so scary that you know he was dead for so long and it's just a really really sad story but I remember listening to this and I did not know what suicide was I was very sheltered as I said I was very young so I did not know what he meant when he said he he committed suicide but I did hear that he was dead it was haunted and that he was wearing a suit and he continued on and he said, my wife has been seeing a man in the bathroom mirror. He's wearing a brown suit and a hat and we found a photo of him and he was wearing that brown suit and hat. And I guess he wore it all the time as his favorite outfit, it was his nicest outfit. And he dressed up in it all the time, you know, to feel good about himself. And they had a photo of it. And I looked at him and I said, I seen him in my bathroom. 
And my dad gave me a look and told me, he was like, go to your room now. And I did because I got in trouble. And I will never forget that ever. That was the first time I had seen something that someone else had proven. And a lot of people have asked, oh, why do you think, you know, why do you think they were in your bathroom? Why, why would he leave his house? And that's the fun of being a medium. It's explained to me that, you know, when you're a medium, you almost put off this like signal to spirits of like, oh, you're one we can talk to and share a message with, especially since he died tragically and he committed suicide. It's a very real possibility that he had a message to share and he was trying to share it with me. And I was just so little and so confused and so scared that I didn't listen. And I just freaked out and left. But yeah, I definitely think he tried to give me a message or perhaps he did and I just missed it. But that was the first time I had evidence that something I had seen had a backing and I had no prior knowledge to anything about that man. I didn't even know a man lived there or anything about him at all. That was the first time when I realized Oh gosh, <laughs> uh, I I do see ghosts. 